Wow. We are back. <laughs> Where to start? Where to start? First, Bianca. She has a little segment what she wants to do. Bianca, <laughs> what's the not, segment you want to do really fast? It's not a segment. Okay, wait. You have to close your eyes really fast. Okay. So, I want to get him something for Christmas. Close them. But, um, Doesn't so get there's any more one, clothes than this. There's one thing that I for sure want to get him, but so I can't show him that. But then there's this that I thought was kind of cool. How about a surprise? No, because Surprises you're so... Are nice. You, no, so the thing is, is he's the pickiest person to shop for. If you get him something that he like doesn't Man, it's remotely... It's just blinded by the lights right now. <laughs> doesn't remotely like enjoy, like he'll never use it. Like... Sorry, you think she buys me slim fit clothing? Slim fit? <laughs> what? He's asked me for. See, do you like it or no? Dude, there is actually. Because it says Max Holloway and then it says Bless and then it says Oahu Hawaii and then it has a Hawaiian flower in the middle and it's UFC. So it's very like subtle UFC shirt. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's like a good rep, but like it's not like over the top, you yeah. know? Yeah. You don't like it? No. See, this is why I ask him for things. This is why I have to ask him because if I were to buy this, he would not wear it once. It's definitely a cool shirt. I just would you wear it? Not digging navy and gold, you know. Like that's definitely gray. Okay, well, where are you seeing? It's actually black. Max has his own merch you can buy. Literally, where'd you see navy? Max. I think you're colorblind. Max has his own. He thinks that gray. He thinks that gray is um an olive green. Or he no, you think olive green is a gray? Have you ever heard of different shades of? Um, so colors? I bought him an olive green, like a green shirt from Hawaii that had all the different types of fish on it, and um, it's an opinion rather than a statement. And fact. he thought it was a gray shirt because hundred percent it was is. like a cool camo green. You have blue eyes. I have brown eyes. I think I have better vision. Blue eyes are known to be more sensitive. No, more to color- light, not to <laughs> vision. I don't know. I made that up. Also, on the chalk, you didn't change the episode number. No, so no, you're fired. I did that purposely to make fired. you mad. I fired. purposely was waiting for you to say so that. So, how were the Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez fights? What'd you think of them? What'd you think of them, girl? So, you don't like the shirt. Good What'd thing I won't of- waste $30 on it then. Good thing I got your opinion. You'd probably buy me that in a medium. Mr. Definitely an XL. As you can. <laughs> First, I would not buy in a medium. Okay. Okay. Second off, I no, you have get in to the get your slimmest fit now, possible. Well, I've literally gotten you Just gifts you've asked for. So cur- the thing is, chairs? you asked for a warrior's hoodie, the specific one, I and I for bought. A crop top. I bought that specific <laughs> hoodie. Literally a crop top on me now. And who holds that? The creator. It tucks underneath the it's elastic. Not a crop top tucks underneath whatsoever. like Ezekiel Elliott, CD Lamb. It's a large Warriors hoodie that he asked for. It's slim fit, tight fitting Didn't, Mitchell and Ness, known for t- slim fit. Look at the details next time. Product says runs small. Size. You told me what size. Yeah, you're right. I thought it was going to be bigger. It looked looser. So fit. that's not on me. It's a, yeah, it was false advertising for sure. So I want an everywhere, everyone, everywhere, every time. That's Max Holloway merch right there. She just so made you it. do want Max Holloway merch? No, I don't want to wear merch. What? I'm not a UFC fan. I'm a casual. We know this. I buy, based on my predictions, I'm obviously a casual. You want to know why? Because every single guy that I expected, oh, I said, okay, not to say that these guys aren't studs. They're obviously still studs, but basically everyone except song you lost i said you know who's a stud 
Miguel Baeza. You know who's a stud? Tiago Moises. And um, who else? Um, Kennedy and Chekwu. Oh, and, and then uh, Mark Casey as well. All those guys lost. Kennedy and Chekwu lost. Mark Casey lost. Um, Tiago Moises lost. And um, Miguel Baeza lost. So, you know... I think it has nothing to do with them and more to do with just me jinxing them. So I, from the bottom of my heart, I literally apologize for ruining your fight night. <laughs> All you guys, they're so excited. Amigo Baez is so unbelievably skillful. He just cut, what did we say with Chaos Williams? His power in his hands is a complete equalizer. What did we say? Equalizer. 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 <laughs> and so it, all it takes is one mishap and if he grazes your jaw, you're on the ground and you have no idea what just happened to you. The one dude, Song Yong, stood out. Julio Arce? Song Yidong kind of did what um, Arce did to Yuli. Just put it on him from the get-go. And um, Song was throwing some heavy heavy shots in there. And he connected, baby. I, I really love Song Yidong. He's just so good at everything he does. And he brings a fireworks show every single time. Julio Arce, he'll be back. But it was just the damage that um, Song Yidong was putting on him with his shots. Kind of just ultimately ruined julio's day all those guys are going to be so good there are so many good fights but i think the main guy that stands out amongst others even though he missed weight is joel alvarez joel alvarez versus tiago moises tiago caught him a little bit in the first round but joel just unbelievable elbows <laughs> dismantled him i want to say yeah um someone else had some pretty ferocious oh daung jung versus kenny and chekwu da- kenny and chekwu had his freaking guard up and daung jung was just landing elbows on him and it it didn't even matter. Like I guess the was, they were so powerful that it just you. It didn't matter if he had his hands up. Donald Jung's a stud, dude. Oh, and Rafael Alves. There were so many, this card. You have to go back and watch some of them <laughs> because wish, there were yeah. so many. There were so many finishes. Um, I think the only um, decision. What was it? the only decision was the Liana Jojoa fight and Courtney Casey put on an absolute baller performance. And so. Yeah, dude, Sean Woodson looks so good. What did we hit volume to the body against Colin Anglin? Colin Anglin's tough since Andrea Lee was a really good, um, showed off really good striking. Cynthia Calvillo just couldn't really get much going. But Joel Alvarez is the main guy. Okay, <laughs> he if he he will probably have to go up to welterweight if he can't keep if he can't uh, make weight. But here's a fight for you guys. If Joel Alvarez can get this locked in, <laughs> I have a very interesting proposition. You know who likes to fight a lot? Bobby King Green. And if there's one guy that is a scared of z- that is a scared that is scared of zero matchups in the lightweight division, it's Bobby King Green. His boxing hands down um like literally I was I was going to make a joke there. His hands down some of the best, <laughs> but he literally has his hands down. And then Joel Alvarez, he's just such a problem because he's huge. He's like 6'3", but I know a dude Bobby King Green with freaking stripes in his beard that is not <laughs> scared of that test. If you're not scared of Rafael Fazeev, you better believe you're not scared of Joel Alvarez. He, Alvarez, he is very dangerous. He's just an imposing guy in there in the Octagon, but I like that matchup with Bobby King Green. Bobby, he's just one of those dudes that it doesn't matter. He might struggle at the beginning. He might get pieced up a little bit, but he's going to stick in there. I think that'd be a great test for Joel um and i think uh since alvarez is i think since alvarez is now in the top 15 i think that's a good opportunity to get bobby in that top 15 because if there's anybody that's not ranked that deserves to be in lightweight i think it's him because he 
gives everybody a freaking run for their money every single time he goes out there. And he, he was it was such a razor sharp fight. He's just so so much perseverance against Rafael Fazeev that um, I think he does deserve an opportunity to crack in that top 15, considering Rafael is number 14. But that's my little matchmaking there for you. Mm-hmm. And then I was trying to go through for Song Yudong because this <laughs> man is just so unbelievably good. He just puts it on you body shots he'll th- i love then, when you say that no puts it on you he'll put it on you dude and the thing is you don't want to take this guy down you can't take him down he's a freaking block he's so freaking strong so he's are he, automatically he already has that threat of i can take you down you're probably not going to take me down if you do get take me down i'm going to get back up to my feet and you just basically wasted energy so i was looking through what what I want to know some of your guys' opinions on this. Who do you think Song Yong should fight? Because I'm pretty sure he's fought Cody Stamen, um, and he he's had some close fights. Uh, I think he beat Cody Stamen. Who's your like go to person that you want him to fight? I honestly believe that uh, I think that that um, Pedro Munoz at number eight and Dominic Cruz at number ten are fighting. And Song Yudong's currently at 14. Winner of the Pedro Munoz, Dominic Cruz, if they want another challenge, oh, maybe. Or if Pedro Munoz loses again, give it to Song Yudong because Pedro's probably not going to drop very far down. Um, and he's kind of been on a little bit of a skid, I think. <laughs> yeah, a let me see. Little? No, he could. Okay, because he, he showed out. He got pieced up by frankie edgar and then he showed out against jimmy rivera with the leg kicks just ate up jimmy's leg and then he lost to jo- uh jose aldo who's a killer and now he's got that fight with dominic cruz so if he drops that dominic cruz fight i think you got to line up pedro munoz and song Yudong. i think that would be a really good fight in song Yudong because he's song's ready for some serious tests now because he is he's battle tested dude he's fought cheeto vera cheeto vera um, just put it on Frankie Edgar. He beat Davy Grant. I mean, he's fought Jose Aldo. So like, listen to this resume though. It's Julio Arce, Casey Kenny. Um, he lost to Kyler Phillips, which was tough, but Marlon Vera. Yeah. He had a draw with Cody Stamen. Um, yeah, dude, he's, he's ready for the big time baby. And I think you got to start feeding him to the wolves at 23. You could make a big star out of the Kung Fu monkey. I think I love him. I love everything. Every uh, you time you do really like him, I feel like you've honestly he, talked about him for a while now. Well, like you genuinely just, like him. Yeah. It, well, it's just the fact that you know what you're going to get out of him every single time. It's going to be a good fight. Yeah. He's not going to just. You know what you're getting from him every single time. He's not going to be phased by the moment. He's just going to give his best effort every single time. Not that other guys don't, but it's just he's it's he's a different he kind of guy. And he's being so young and how having the amount of experience he has, he could be a Max Holloway esque type of guy. Where he gets that belt and he holds it, he defends it. I mean, because I think he's still got a lot of work to do to beat a guy like Piotr. I don't see a lot of guys beating him. But yeah, maybe that Pedro Munoz, that would be good. Even um, another fight, give Marlon Vera a um, rematch would be for sure interesting. (laughs) Um, But yeah, because Marlon thought he won that. He didn't want to shake his hand after the fight. I, I okay here's one thing marlon cheeto vera when he fought i was i was texting one of my friends he thought it was kind of disrespectful how marlon was fight my, my, how marlon wasn't showing frankie a lot of respect but at the end of the day it's a freaking fist fight dude and if you're trying to knock another but like, guy out honestly i've been shocked at how nice they've been to each other some of the fighters yeah like yeah. they genuinely like i feel like there was one i fight. haven't was seen it? a single i haven't recently seen a fight where like it's been other than like uzman and colby where they were they've nice been the yeah and even that was like cordial like yeah. where the, it wasn't 
like genuine respect for each other. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I think a lot of guys they've been really nice. I, yeah, l- let me. I've been surprised, pleasantly surprised. Uh, I think on this last, well, you watched UFC two sixty eight with me. I think was that the Usman card? I think so, but yeah, I feel like there hasn't been tons of animosity between no. anybody really. I'm probably spacing on some. But yeah, dude, uh, that's what's next for Song Yidong. You got to give him either Pedro Munoz, I think. That'd be great. Get him into that top 10 and see what he's made of, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. And even Rafael Sunsell's up there. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, and then another thing <laughs> that I wanted to talk about, that's kind of my matchmaking for this episode. Oh, one more thing. I was talking about who should we throw to Yair. I think you just got to go Brian Ortega. Brian T. City, because oh, yeah, you, you already saw how close it was with, um, because you got, I think Cater's fighting Giga, Emmett's fighting Dan Ige. I don't know if Arnold Allen has an opponent. I don't believe he does. I don't believe he does. But I think you got to throw him with Brian Ortega because depending on what happens, you have just built in storylines because you can have, um, yeah, he, his last, uh, Arnold Allen beat Sadiq Youssef. He has, he doesn't have a fight. So, that's a guy that's definitely worthy of um, a high, um, high end prospect. But mm-hmm. I think that if Brian Ortega and um, Yair fight, it's going to be guaranteed fireworks. Plus, if Yair wins, he's right up there for a title shot because we already saw how close it was against Max. I was mm-hmm. not expecting that at all. How how you can just Max eat so many big time shots. He just eats him to give him, but. I don't know how long that's going to hold up, but he's still so young and Max looked fantastic. And it was kind of scaring me a little bit though. Cause it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're, I think you just have to chalk it up to Yeah. You're just an absolute stud and he's entering his prime. I don't think it has anything to do with Max, Max declining. Yeah. yeah. It was just scary to see him hit so much considering how dominant he was against Calvin Cater. Cause you thought it was like an easy win. I, well, after not fighting for two years, I was expecting a him to come out like really domination. Yeah. yeah. And it was, for the most part but he ate a lot of big time shots if it wasn't for his toughness and he would have gone down because there was a point and i think it was the second round where he got leg kicked and then popped multiple times in the head really hard and it seemed to rock his world a little bit oh i'm sure it didn't seem like um anything max was doing was severely hurting yair but when yair connected it kind of rocked it too yeah but no, that's probably because Yair, Yair is just yeah. super tough. But, and Yair's foot blew up, I think, from kicking him so much. So oh that definitely saved him. Ow. Yeah, it was crazy. Absolute. When you What, what did I say? That main event outclassed every other main event. What of, did I say? Yeah. It, it was way better than the Glover Teixeira. Arguably better. Mm. Would you say it was fight of the night? Oh, yeah, by far. The closest fight, the fight of the night on that card... Um, was probably the Mike Miguel Baez versus KS Williams for while it lasted. In performance of the night? Performance of the night. Sorry, are we draining your time? No, I think performance of the night, I mean, it had to go, 
I mean, I think that it, we already know who got it, but Joel Alvarez, his freaking performance coming out against a tough Tiago Moises who hasn't been finished like that, who didn't get finished till the fourth round against Islam Makachev. I think you got to give him performance of the night. That, like he, I, uh, besides Max Holloway getting that dub, he's definitely the main storyline because that lightweight dude, even though he's not quite making weight, he was like three pounds ish off. Mm-hmm. It's just when you're a six three force like that that has is not afraid to submit you not afraid to go to the ground and but he has that length to keep you at bay and then he has knockout power it's just a lot because tiago he's a big strong dude but you could tell that he was getting overwhelmed he was getting pushed against the fence and he was just getting stalked down by joel and it was only a matter of time because he was landing big shots and even though tiago's super tough it didn't matter but tiago got extra cash from yeah that's cool but still you don't he doesn't want to go out like that he hasn't lost an old fat minute dude it was such a fantastic card i watched it top to bottom felicia spencer such a tough woman have her fight uh kayla harrison okay for some reason when you said tiago it like reminded me of this but um when i was looking through our instagram page the agng and you were posting clips and it was like one of our first few pods and i remember i was like reading off the names to you and i said yamal Yamaha, Yamaha <laughs> Hill, or yeah. what? Or Yamaha? Yeah. And you're like Jamal. Yeah. Who's he fighting next? Because he got his arm broken against freaking Paul Craig. What? Because remember that was the fight when he um. And I laughed so beat, hard when I, I watched think we that video. Yeah, I know. We were predicting him for. You were like, what? And then you look over and it's literally Jamal Hill. And I yeah. Yamaha. Oh, because I was naming out guys to watch out for this upcoming year. Yeah. And they were all like foreigners. And so then when I read his name, I was like, Yamaha Hill. And you're like, huh? And it was, you're like, Jamal? <laughs> well, it was because I literally, it, it spell checked to Yam Hill. Yeah. It was literally Yam Hill on my phone notes. No, I was looking at it on a paper. No, I I, I put them down on my phone, oh. remember? And it said Yam Hill. It said, like, you said it right, but it was Yamal supposed to be Jamal. Hill. It just spell checked to, like, Yam no, but Hill. but it even looks like I would, I would not have said Jamal Hill. I would have said, that's literally Yamal. Jamahal. Jamahal. <laughs> like, I it was would a have y, still regardless. And then it was A-M-A-H-A-L. Sweet Dreams is going to come back, baby. He's got that fight against Jimmy Crute. That's big time. Jimmy Crute's coming off that Anthony Smith loss. Sweet dreams mm. are made of this. That was my favorite song. It's such a good song. Like, it was seriously my favorite song for the longest time. And I would look too, it up on YouTube and listen to it. No <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good song. The freaking I was like trying to think of it the other day. It's money. And have you seen the clip of the couple that's at the gas station? <laughs> and huh? they sing it. The couple at the gas station. I have to show you that video no. after this. I just remember, it's remember so that uh, it's the Sweet X-Men James. scene oh, that part. when he comes saves everybody. That's, I, like, I've watched that clip so many times. Isn't yeah. it in slow-mo? But he's fast. Yeah. And he's but everybody like, else is, oh, the yeah, building's exploding and he song. saves everybody. I was a f- mm-hmm. I was a fan of that song yeah. before that. It's such a good song. Money, dude. I think they played it at a school dance one time and I was like, oh. <gasps> dude, just like the sound of it is just so like like you're like in your own world when you listen to it you know yeah you know what tweet that i saw somebody tweeted i think it was just a random guy but he said Ilya Taporia beats both of these guys right now and you know as much as that sounds kind of insane it was just a random tweet i found somebody did it somebody um typed it up and sent it in and it was on trending and <laughs> you're so- Someone typed it up and sent it, and you I just can't like, a like grandpa. That's such a bold <laughs> statement, but at the same time, 
100% believable. <laughs> Max gets touched. I love him so much and I love Yair, but in terms of skills and ability, I said this last time, if there's anybody that can beat Max and Yair, it's got to be Ilya. Because some of these guys, they are really good, but I don't think they can stand, st- like they just don't have the skill set to... Um, match them on the feet and that's the biggest thing against is you have to be able to be competent enough to evade strikes and just be willing to just grind and i think yeah. Ilya is the dude that could do that but right now it's really tough max Holloway's in a different he's kind of just in a different level right now but yair a yair and Ilya taporia at some point that would be really exciting but i don't see Ilya fighting max unless it's for a title shot because max is going to be fighting alexander next he's going to get that belt back and it's going to be that that trilogy is going to be heated for sure because there before everything else there was before max won uh this yair fight it was all chill um Alex gave him his due. Uh, he just gave him respect for yeah, you can take this fight. For no, he's just like you taking this fight just shows how much of a G you are because you don't have to. You could literally wait for the title shot against me after my fight with Brian. But mm-hmm. now it's Volks getting a little, a little mad because everybody's referring to Kinda. Max as the greatest featherweight of all time. Yeah. But how are you going to be the feather- best featherweight of all time if you're not even the current belt holder? And exactly. Alex has beat you twice you know air goals <laughs> beat you twice more they beat you but once. i think he doesn't get enough credit he doesn't though. at all like and he's an absolute yeah, monster he is a beast and when i saw him fight because i had never seen him fight but i watched him on tough mm-hmm. but when we saw him in ortega fight i was like damn he's good like yeah. he's good you didn't even realize he was the champ when no we were watching i didn't tough. even know no <laughs> yeah you know he's an absolute beast he doesn't, he doesn't even look like he would match up but it's just he has yeah he doesn't look like it he has just unbelievable strength yeah yeah he just he's so he just is a people mover as you can see from his old rugby videos but i think this upcoming trilogy is going to be heated i think that heated. you're gonna see a more um you're gonna see a more i can't get that song out of my head now though the beginning of it's um the beginning of it is how do you say addicting (laughs) (laughs) how do you say (laughs) i love when i see videos of them they're like como dice (laughs) like it's like white people like it's so yeah they're like como dice but it's so funny i love those videos also i feel like we should show them that because it's just so cool we will no we won't he doesn't want me to oh baby okay yeah so like i said i think it's going to be a more heated trilogy more smack talk let's get into this card yeah let's do it (laughs) wait one last thing though before we get into this pretty decent card is nasar hawk brass versus uh (laughs) you couldn't keep it together i I see her in the corner of my eye and she literally i could see when she laughs it's so funny because her nose just gets like bigger kind of or her her nostrils flare and it's hilarious that your nostrils start laughing before you start laughing you go like and then you make it snorting sound really sometimes yeah your nostrils move before you start laughing and it always gets me every single time but that's why hack press versus john mcdessey gonna be a good fight john john mcdessey what did he do he beat a tough Ignacio Bahamandas. And so he's going to be fighting Nasrat. Nasrat kind of got 
um, was surprised by Dan Hooker's wrestling. It's going to be a really good fight because John, he sticks in there. You know, Ignacio's not an easy guy to be in the knockdown with because he's another 155er that is really big. So he's kind of Joel Alvarez at Ignacio. <laughs> Stretchy pad. Well, then I just started thinking when you texted me today, you said, Thank the Lord's cheeps. Did you, when I said that today? Yes, I died. I, I was in class. I literally <laughs> laughed out loud after I looked at my phone. Today, when I, one of my classes was almost, or it was my last class of the day, I said, Bianca, thank the Lord's cheeps. Then thank it's the over. Lord's cheeps. If you don't know freaking Nacho Libre, get your shit together. Go on Netflix and watch that it's movie right now. It's the best movie to quote, like, ever. The cheeps of the year. <laughs> You keep saying the chips are for the orphans. It's not, bro. I promise you. I swear, it's the chips are for the orphans. No, chips are for the kids. Is it John McDessie? Yeah, it is. I thought you were gonna look up the clip. Yes, of course. It's is the bull. I just wanted to look up if it was John because I would feel really bad if I was saying it wrong. But Ignacio, remember he got that big knockout over uh, Roosevelt Roberts, knockout of the year candidate. Crazy. I always forget how tatted I am. When I have short sleeves on. Oh, yeah. Super tatted up. Look at that. You have micro tats. I love them. I want more. The chips are for the kids, baby. Sweet dreams. I made up this. Okay. Well, I don't know if see, we're going to... Look it up. The chips are for the orphans and see if something comes up. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, nothing's coming up for the kids so <laughs> the chips are for the orphans Nacho. Nacho i do i promise you it's when they're in the alleyway I, yeah i know the scene they're in the alleyway it's the chips are for the kids i promise you <laughs> wait orphan chips <laughs> what is it they're just for the orphans <laughs> see there are chips for the orphans and no 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 that's no, not no 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 you're wrong look you're it not. up did you not tell him that they were the large chips <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to grow my uh, stash out like dude uh, Nacho, i wanted to be Ignacio. him uh, him and the nun and or skeletal so many people trying to be nacho libre and halloween? the nun and stuff for halloween yeah we came up with that forever ago. I know. And so I feel like on TikTok, you see people doing it or other people. I'm like, no one likes that movie We're more the than OG. me. I watched it about 10 times. I When it came out in 2006 or seven, my dad has a freaking pen where you click it and it says catchphrases from Nacho Libre. That's sick. Well, you yeah, know Eagle me. Powers. I was like, you know, repping all the. My nickname, if I was a UFC fighter, what would your nickname be? If Mine would be were- Eagle Powers or Silky Smooth. No, yours has to be silky smooth. Kellen. He's obsessed silky with smooth. silky smooth. And I freaking move. Like what did I say silk. mine was? Like the swirly, the swirl master? Yes. Remember? The swirl master. Because that's my job at work. My title. Uh, uh. Uh. No, but what about something else? Because that's not cool. Bianca, the swirl master Compton. That's a bit dumb. Dad's home. Sheldon. Chai Chai is going to scream now. Um. Okay, I'm before we myself. before we get to this card, before we get to this card really quick, another one, because we got Hack Brass for John McDessie, early prediction, I got, uh, I think Dastrot's going to get that dub, but next, Tiago Santos, Maheta versus Ankalaev, we just got off talking about how we thought Magomed Ankalaev is, was the best um, fighter to fight on UFC 267's card, and... Dude, there's this hilarious video of Fury Prachi that came out on Mibe Sports that is so funny. 
Mihiri Prochka being an ancient warrior because he is an ancient warrior. But mm-hmm. Bagaman Ankalaya versus Thiago Moises, it's going to be an absolute banger because Ankalaya, he's got that big dub over Nikita Krylov. He beat, just beat Volkan Ozdemir and he has those um, two dubs over Ian Kute Lava. And then um, Thiago Santos just got a big dub over a very dynamic Johnny Walker, it, which has kind of kept him at the upper tier of like heavyweights. So it's going to be interesting. I think... It's going to be tough because Rakic and Anthony Smith, I don't think they have um, a fight lined up. But um, I really think that Magomed Goliath could be up next for a title shot because he, dude, he's the freaking man. And I don't see anybody besides Ahiri Prohoshka beating him. He, he, I think he's a nightmare matchup for the current champ, Glover Teixeira. Glover's a stud. I even here, he's a tough matchup for the champ but i really think magomed's gonna get past tiago santos with relative ease as long as you just evade that one you're watching the <laughs> clip right now let's go let's go okay so I right now this is the right one though because there's the no one it's the one they're at nighttime it at it's night. at nighttime no yeah this is where he gets him to say i don't want to be uh he's he's uh he gets him to be his partner for wrestling yeah, in that one yeah he like remember he gives him that him nasty smile because he tells him how much money i can give you 200 pesos or something that's what no, he 200 said pesos is a lot. huh 200 pesos is a lot it's probably like 50 actually i don't know <laughs> are you getting dirt, getting dirt <laughs> in your face <laughs> get a little taste, taste. A little taste of the glory. that's my favorite dude nacho libre go watch it stop watching this right now watch <laughs> netflix so on nacho libre and then oh, come wait, back they and do watch get this 200 pesos good job I told That's you, dude. I no, two hundred pesos isn't a lot. Two hundred no, pesos is like twenty bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I told you. Think you yeah, questioned my Nacho right, Libre right. freaking. That's why I'm getting you something rigorous. Two hundred pesos. Two hundred pesos. Two hundred pesos. Yeah. Anyways, Angolayev gets that dub over Tiago Santos, propelling him into that next title shot. If Anthony Lionheart, I think you can give. Uh, you know what I wouldn't be opposed to is okay. Here, here. This is what we could do here. This is what we could do. Um, give Uncle Live the title shot, even though he is sixth. He beats Thiago Santos. Give him the title shot after here Prohachka. Then you can do a Smith versus Rakic rematch, and then the winner of that gets a title shot. Who knows? I don't know. It's just just a little food for thought. I think it would make sense, even though obviously Anthony and um even though Anthony and Rakic are ranked higher than him, it makes sense because we already saw what Anthony can do to or what Glover can do to Anthony because he knocked his teeth out. Mm-hmm. This shirt's really cool. You know the game that we played at the What? You know the little thought that we played? At Chica, Chica. Yeah, bingo. It's Lotaria. Um, look at this. You know how mad at me you got when... Um, themed card. That is sick. Look. I freaking love that. It has La Insalada, the, the mask. The it has the egg, the eagle egg. The eagle powers, the yolk. And it has the, the corn. The elotes. <laughs> Dude, that is money. Whoever made that is an absolute gangster. It has those little scary guys at the beginning. That the freaking final, little lion, the little man. Little lion, people. Oh my god, 
I, f- I love that movie so much. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. The chips. Hmm? The chips. <laughs> the chips. <laughs> I want a salad. Salad. Okay. Let's get into this main card. You want to start making some picks or what? Duh. All right. Kellen Vieira versus Misha Tate. Misha Tate. Let's work our way. First of all, let's just highlight our favorite ones. Let's go. Yeah, let's go through and pick our favorite instead of going through every single one of them. Okay. Right? Yeah, let's just pick our favorites for this one. Okay, so okay. right now we got my brother, Sean Soriano, versus Shaylin Nuardinbieke. I don't know how you say it. But Sean Soriano, all I know is this man's, he's really good. Is he fighting against Christos Yagos? He was piecing Christos Yagos up on the feet until he got taken down. I don't know much about um, Shaylin. But let me refresh this page just to make sure there wasn't any canceled freaking-lations. Uh, dang, dude. Looking at some of the cancellations here. Alexi Grosso versus... Uh, you know, canceled. Grosso withdrew, yeah. There were some good fights that were going to be on here. Cheyenne Bays. Kevin Tucker was going to be on here. I guess this guy. Pasa was going to be on this card. Um, yeah. Okay, now we got Sean Soriano. Now we got Terrence McKinney versus Frost Ziam. Okay, first time I saw Ziam fight was against Luigi Vendermini. Luigi Vendermini was getting pieced apart, and then by Frost because he's so long, he's so he's an absolute technique technical striker. He's so good. Um, he throws everything at you. Bianca's over here just checking out Nacho Libre apparel, <laughs> and it's cracking me up right now. It's the Tony Montes so glorious. You had a taste i want to get you that <laughs> i would wear it every day it's not even a question <laughs> i know that's remember when he puts the thing over his face and he turns to the side and sometimes you have to wear sometimes in your life no sometimes there comes a life when you have to wear stretchy pants or something. you're crying right now <laughs> it's so funny so okay, many good fires so come out of france I'm though i'm so sorry no but to put this into perspective this Terrence McKinney fight versus Farasiyam. Farasiyam, he's so good. Jamie Malarkey, dub. He has a dub over him who just beat Devontae Smith, who's a power puncher. Um, and then, uh, who else? He beat Luigi Vendramini. And like I was talking about, Luigi Vendramini was getting pieced up by Faras just because how technically he is. And then Luigi, the key of beating Faras is to put, um, just, an, just kind of bum rush him. Just bull rush him with um, volume, uh, level changes, and it seems to kind of rattle his cage a little bit. But the thing with Terrence McKenney is, I think Terrence could actually do this. And there is a possibility that Frost Ziam could be a little hesitant to engage with Terrence, just given the fact that um, Terrence put Matt Favola out cold in about seven seconds. So yeah, Terrence McKenney, he is so unbelievably talented. The first time that he fought in the UFC was against Matt Favola. I, wasn't, I didn't know what to expect, but he is a force to be reckoned with and he is a very scary so i think i'm gonna go with terrence mckinney just because i saw more of a power difference um in my times watching because frost he'll put volume on you but it's nothing that i don't think you he'll, he'll put you away with mm-hmm. but terrence all it takes is one shot he could be losing the entire fight and he just gets he can knock you out so yeah I, i'm gonna definitely go with yeah look at all these he, in his last few fights, he has a lot of decisions for Frost. So, yeah, I'm going Terrence on that, even though he hasn't fought in the UFC much. Um, That's it. Yes, That's sir. Close. All right. Now, what other one looked absolute money? Um, Let me pick one. Okay, you pick one. 
The Rafa Garcia versus Nathan Levy could be good. I was going to pick that. Okay. I, I, Rafa Garcia, he had that tough fight against Chris Grusmacher. He was <laughs> piecing Chris Chris, Chris Grusmacher Chris <laughs> up, but Chris has an unbelievable amount of cardio and just um, stayed in it. And Nathan Levy, I'm actually kind of excited. 6-0 and coming out of, uh, where is he? Israel. He could be really good. I'm excited to watch him fight. I think he was, yeah, he Dana White contender series. Yeah. I feel like he could be really good. He's had a few amateur fights, six and oh. He was supposed to fight Bruno Souza, who fought Melzig Bagdasarian, and then he was supposed to fight Austin Hubbard, who I think lost to who put up a good fight against Vince Pichel or no. Yeah, Vince Pichel. Nice. Steel uh, trap. Steel trap, baby. But still got it. Rafa Garcia, I think he could get a dub here. He's looked really good. He is. He had a. T- he's had a tough um, kind of ordeal because he was in combate and then came in and fought Nasrat Hakbras, um right out the shoot, and then Chris Grusmacher, and those are UFC vets. So yeah, um, I, I think Nathan Levy could have a tough time against Rafa Garcia just because Rafa's stacked up so much freaking um, experience in just two UFC fights. Okay, Tucker Lutz, Pat Sabatini. I don't know here. I don't know here. I think Pat Sabatini, he's really good. He just fought, though. Yeah, he fought Jamal Emmers back in August. Um, he looked really good. Oh, yeah, that was crazy, actually. Yeah, he beat Jamal Emmers. Um, Tucker Lutz, I don't know, dude. Top Gun. It's kind of a sick nickname. He that beat Kevin cool. Aguilar back in, um, what is after the fourth month? April? May? Back in May? Dang, dude. Uh, I don't know who's going to win this one. But the Name a month. Name a number of a month that I got it. Hmm? Name a number of the month that I can name the month. Seven. July. Yep. We all should be able to know how to do this, though. Like, that shouldn't even be a game. Like, we should just know this. But you don't know it very well. Yeah. But the bait. Okay, so the main fights that I'm looking at, though, we already named them. So we got Terrence McKinney versus Frosty. I can't miss that fight. And then Adrian Yanez versus Davy Grant. Adrian Yanez is the dude on this card that you cannot miss. He will get. He got touched up a little bit. You saw that in his Randy Costa fight. He he'll, he took some big shots against Gustavo Lopez, but this man has just unbelievable heart, unbelievable will, unbelievable boxing. Just so many. He's just so unbelievably well-rounded. And then Davy Grant, he's really good. He can't. He had a comeback victory against Jonathan Martinez, and then he just lost to Cheeto Vera. If he, uh, I think it was knockout, right? No, he lost a decision. It's a really good comeback victory yeah he did have a comeback victory against jonathan martinez he got knocked down I in the first round and came back and like knocked him out huh i love comeback <laughs> can't wait for the new jurassic park to come out that's where she gets that from is chris pratt every single time he can't, it's a good comeback story so gross you have a dirty mind you dirty minded fool but no, what yes all right, let's let's wrap this up. Adrian Yonas with David Grant. I'm going with Adrian Yonas on this one, and then Joanne Calder. I'm going with Joanne Calderwood. Um, Michael Chiesa versus Sean Brady. I'm going Ooh. upset here. Sean Brady's going to get this dub. I don't know actually know the odds, but I'm assuming Michael Chiesa is the favorite. He's the favorite, yeah. But Sean Brady, he absolutely dismantled Jake Matthews on the ground. Um, Michael Chiesa just got t- uh, subbed by Vicente Luque. I'm going Sean Brady on this one. I think that he's going to solidify himself as one of the top. I'm still going to go Michael Chiesa. Okay. I like that. And then uh, Ketlin Vieira. I think Ketlin Vieira, as much as Misha Tate wants to come back, I really think Ketlin Vieira has the juice to be a top flight contender at 135. She's so good. She there. She had a tough fight against Yana Kunitskaya, but Loki Loki thought she won that fight. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Ketlin on that one. But so the main ones, 
that I think, not to disrespect anybody else on here. Oh, Loma Lukba Mia versus Lupita Godinez. Lupita's taking, this is like your third fight. She's taken three fights in like the shortest amount of time ever. But Loma Lukba Mia is, you don't want to take a fight on short notice against Loma, Loma, dude. She's, her kicking, her just, uh, Muay Thai is just absolutely insanity. So this card is overall pretty good, but look out for Adrian Honors versus Davy Grant, Terrence McKinney versus Frosty <laughs> and then obviously the co-main event. Yeah. Um, I think the main event's going to be good, but I really think Kellen Beer is going to put on a dominant performance. I don't know why, but I just really believe that she is going to put it on um, Misha Tate. But that kind of wraps that up. That I was, like watching them. Yes, sir. So basically, you got your dose of... Um, you got your dose of UFC. You got your dose of uh, Nacho Libre. Um, yeah, we you got some really were all over the place. Early on, fight that's my bad. But it is what it is, boys. Um, that's thank you so much. a fun episode. Yes. And I think... Uh, this is a, a little, a couple minutes uh, high, too, because we didn't start for like a minute or two after right. we started. Exactly. Um, I want to say... T- uh, I want. What's the next UFC event, actually? Isn't it two? No, I want no next fight night. I want I want to see who's fighting. I saw it because when I was looking at tickets. Oh, I, I'll just look up ESPN UFC schedule. Because when the font one is in dis- early December, that's going to be an absolute um, banger of a card. We're going to close off 2021 here with a bang. We're, I want to do an episode where we talk about some of our favorite fights of the year, some of our favorite moments, mm-hmm. because there's been a big number of them. <laughs> uh, okay, November 20th. Kellen Vera versus Tate, and then... Oh, yeah, the next one is... No, there is none on over, over Thanksgiving. Okay. A fight night? Uh-uh. Yeah, there's no, there's no fights next week. Okay, sick. Oh, wow. Interesting. Probably just for Thanksgiving, I guess. Thank God. I'm just kidding. Thank the Lord's chips. Thanks to the Lord's chips. Yeah, it's probably for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't have class that like whole week other than Monday. I have the whole week off. I have Thursday through Sunday off. Or Tuesday through Sunday. What about you? Uh, yeah, I don't have to go back to class on Friday. Is it- but you have class that Monday yeah i have class on wednesday why that's horrible well at least maybe not my some of my other teachers but my one i had that one class that didn't have cancellation on friday remember yeah of veterans day i have it on wednesday and i have to go to them because there's no zoom option Mm, there's no zoom for mine and i skip Hmm? (laughs) only only skipped a couple times but one of the times I was sick, remember that? Yeah. Okay, what this is this up? is the last thing. Is I wanted to um just preview the uh the font card on December fourth. So Fazee versus Brad Riddell is gonna blow the roof off the place. Matt Brown versus Brian Barbarina is going to be an absolute slug fest. Chris Grootsmacher, who we just talked about against Rafa Garcia, is gonna be crazy. Jamal Hill, Yam Hall Hill versus Jimmy Crude is <laughs> gonna be on that card. Be on that? Brendan what are the Allen odds? Brendan Allen versus the sexy Hawaiian Brad Tavares is on there. Our boy Jalgo Shumagulov is taking on the former um is it one championship or is it Ryzen? Uh yeah, Ryzen, um, I think it was Bantamweight champ. Uh, or flyweight, I forget. Manel Cap, and then Louis Smolka versus Spence Morales is going to be a good one. Jake Matthews, who just we talked about against um, Sean Brady. There's a 
an eerily so amount of uh, connections from yeah. last card on this <laughs> one. Um, he's going to be on the card. Clay Guida is going to be fighting versus Leonardo Santos. That's going to be an interesting one. Mickey Gall is coming off that big win against Jordan Williams, fighting Alex Morono. Maki Bitolo is going to have a favorable matchup against Dusko Todorovic. Felipe Linz is fighting. It's going to be crazy, boys. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Let's go. Thank you for listening, everybody. Like and subscribe. Bye.